Hey, Sam, check out what I found under my dad's mattress. Whoa! Patreon pledges! Pretty sick, huh? Oh, man, $5. Whoa, mama, $15. That's nothing, watch this. Hubba hubba, is that $35? Shh, 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 I hear him coming back. Hey, what are you kids doing? Nothing, just reading comics. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Wink. Inspired Incompetence Podcast is brought to you by Afterthought Aftershave. It's Bleach. How's everybody doing? <laughs> doing good. <laughs> okay, so here we are on the material plane as we are. Yeah, didn't we fall asleep to like, didn't we wake up to not like dying? Well, we'll see. Yeah, ooh, uh, did I not mention? You, you wake, wake up, up in a tomb, yeah. In a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it uh, it is currently Uhtred's watch, and he's uh, nearing the end of it, and everybody's gonna be waking up uh, momentarily. And I'll uh, I'll slowly start waking up everyone else. All right, everybody uh, is woken up one by one. I'm gonna after I'm done waking them up, take out my rod of extend and cast mage armor on myself. Nice, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you guys do? Uh, this is your you're you're waking up to the the first sunrise since before this whole adventure started. It feels you guys. really fucking good. Big news. I have big news. Everyone gather around. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Elias? Not I hope Gap. it's not more of your nonsense about that elk. Gather around. Oh, I saw no, no spoilers elk last night. Yeah. It's all you. Excuse me. <laughs> gather, gather around. Gather around. I think we're all gathered around. I just woke everyone up. You're probably wondering why I gathered you all here. <laughs> I have a new companion. His name is Elksy, and he's a magical elk. Come on out, Elksy. And I wave my hand to no one in particular. Thalias says, come on out, Elksy. And there's a, uh, I mean, the sun's up, so it's not as bright as you remember from last night, Thalias, but... Everybody would see this like damp glow coming from behind the tree line to the east. And, and as it comes out, I run towards it and I do a handspring to land on top of it in a mounted fashion. And then it neighs wildly <laughs> as its two two hooves come up in the air. And I is point my shovel at the to sky. Hear an elk neigh, Winnie. <laughs> Whatever it sounds like, I don't know. Matt, find a. Find no, I'm gonna leave that sound in. <laughs> that is the sound Elsie makes constantly now. Oh boy. Even on stealth missions. Uh. <laughs> All right. No, Roll I would acrobatics. No, we can. Oh, Thalias, don't make me do that. Thalias can mount Elsie in whatever fantastic fashion he wants. It's his part of his uh, class, so I won't take that away from him. No, you're too kind. 
at this kindness. moment. Not <laughs> not in general. In, in this moment, my <laughs> kindness has uh, has exceeded expectations. Yeah. So the uh, Elksy, uh pads its way out into the clearing. Thalias sprints up to Elksy and like Legolas just kind of throws himself onto the back of Elksy, who uh, does a majestic uh, like front front legs in the air, hind legs on the ground, and you know. As an elk, maybe it makes a noise. I don't know. Matt can find something. <laughs> and then it, it comes back down to a rest with a, on all four hooves. Uh, so, yeah, the, the elk, uh, it, land, it comes back down on all fours and, like, kind of, uh, like, perpendicular to where the group is. And, like, Thalias has to, like, turn to the side to, to face everybody. And I, I tell them uh, the story of how I met Elksy, and I do it in, in Thalias fashion with, like, sparing no detail like you guys right. aren't gonna believe this so i was doing my patrol and then i go to this clearing i see this light right and i just keep going and wait until they're like all right yeah like let's keep going mm-hmm. you miss a detail or two and like in your head you backtrack like, elksy like oh don't forget about the the twig that yeah. i stepped on and so i was like oh yeah 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 and he stepped on that twig right there yeah and then we spent like 15 minutes like doing this you know Getting to know you, sort of ritual. Each other's, each other's nails. Viperi goes <laughs> uh, goes back to bed for another ten minutes. <laughs> wow! So apparently nobody's fucking impressed by Elias's elk mount. No, it's not that Viperi isn't impressed. It's just more along the lines of like we've jealousy. Seen, like we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so jealous. Elias no. won't ride on my back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We've just seen like so much shit, and she's just like, eh, like, yeah, I guess. All right, another person on <laughs> yeah, our crew exactly. here. Okay, of course there would just be a random celestial elk that shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that's that not true. the weirdest thing that's happened to us. <laughs> yeah, that's speaking of, uh, Rogar would like manifest his 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 familiar that that little pterodon made out of air. <laughs> One, to see if he still could, now that we're back on the material plane. He can't. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And two, just to, like, he'll send that thing just, like, doing, like, figure eight loops through the the, the elk's antlers just to say hi. (laughs) Mine's better. That's great. Uchard thinks to himself, I can't wait until I get my animal friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yando, he's like, that's fantastic. I can't believe... uh, one night in, you get a you get yourself a badass animal mount, and uh, well, I got a sprained ankle, but that's good good for you, Thalias. Oh, Thalias points in the air. That reminds me, I'm full up on spells now. Gather round. I'm gonna do a channel of energy. Right. Yes, give me that life juice. Give me that three d six. Oh my god, it's three d six now, isn't it? <laughs> I feel a sixteen coming on. Ooh. 11 not bad for yeah, everyone right bad. everyone yeah. in the area all right uh so what do you guys do is that is that enough healing for everybody or uh does anybody need more you guys uh rogar is still very much hurting yeah oh well, right I, would, I shouldn't say very much hurting but he's he's under half still yeah my no, is not feeling too hot either well Richard's we gotta play the awful. We have to play the uh, which spells does Thalias use game. I've yeah. got the bead. I've got that potion from yesterday. I've got 
uh, two more channels or four more lay on hands. Let's get some totals here from. Yeah, like I said, I'm just below half. I'm missing like 30 health. It's quite, that's like a bead's worth of health. Just I'm so. missing 30 what's health. Vi- what's Vipir miss- missing? I'm missing 30. 29, okay. technically. So maybe. That's a lot of health, too. So I'll do another channel at yeah. least. Another 11. Okay. Yeah, nice. Okay. Now, there's one more potion left, too. Yep. Uh, which Somebody uh, could probably have has. that. Yep. And how many? You have two lay of hands individual and one channel left. Or, or one, one channel. channel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the bead. And the bead. Wow. I'm always a fan of waiting and using the bead in combat. Yeah, I'm it's just tough uh, if you get so. pounced, you know? Yeah. If you're not sitting at full health and get pounced, and then you're dead, and then... Yeah. We got two guys that are at the exact same health. What do you guys each have left? Like 20... I'm at 37 out of 55. Yeah, so they're each missing 19 hit points, it looks like. Well, so I think that um, Rogar should take it, so uh, Viper would say, you should uh, try to top off Rogar. He seems to use his health more than I do. Says the one in the front usually getting pounded on. <laughs> what an odd thing to say. Goliath looks at Rogar, looks back at Vipera. So what? Who? Just uh, top off uh, R- Rogar. So if I use another lay on hands, I am out of... You're at a tough, like, tough, tough line where it's like, yeah. the, I feel like the the bead might just be overkill at right. this point, but like Vipira and Rogiar are still missing like almost 20 health each. Yeah. I almost want to say use the last channel just to okay. like, cause I don't know if Thalias is still missing any or if Yando's nope. still missing any. I'm good. Thalias took any uh, hits from the Yagoi. Yeah, oh. All right, let's do another channel. I just won't have any land hands today. But I get them back tomorrow, so let's just not die about it. And we've always got the safety uh, of the bead. Here we go. All right. Uh, can I reroll that? <laughs> nope. You could for a one, hero point. One, two, four healing. Yikes. God damn it. Wow. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's good enough. I'm still missing like 14, but... Again, I'll I'll make it work. <laughs> we'll be all right. All right. All right. So, where are you going? Uh, I think the plan was to go to the light, but yesterday Utrid wanted to stop at like the town hall because it was like on our way to the light. I think. Yep. So heading towards the light with the intentions of stopping in the town hall to. Uh, Find something that would indicate, like, oh, wow, you were actually in Rossler's coffer. You have, uh, I don't know, the badge of the town. Some kind of proof that we were here. Right. Okay. Is that what we're going to do? Yeah. Lead the way, Keeper. I lead the way. I know this town like the back of my hand. Is the uh, town hall still even standing? And I'll be detecting magic as we travel through the city. Right, right. As we're walking, uh, Rogar would also like ask Yando, is he coming with us? Uh, do you ask him to come with you? Oh, I expect him to come with us. <laughs> or you're going to kill him. 100%. Do you like, tell him that? Yeah. You are expected to attend. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vipir is like, uh, you're coming with us, right? His, his eyes kind of like, like dart to the town and back to you. 
knowing that you guys have been talking about going back to that glowing light that he got spooked by. He says, "Well, I don't want to. I don't want to be here when that when that beast comes by by myself. So, yeah, I'll I'll come with you." Did you ever get to uh, check out what's left of the town hall while you were in there? You said you explored the town a little bit, right? Yeah, uh, I didn't go in there, but uh, it's it's still standing, uh, kind of. It was more Rogier making sure that it's not like occupied by this cult or something. <laughs> like, yeah, we're we're just gonna go to the town hall. La, 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 la. Oh shit, it's headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys re-enter town, and as you're uh, walking through the streets, looking through these like busted windows and some some buildings are just completely gone. Just this haunting scene. Uh, Thalias has a little flashback. The rhythmic stomping of metal boots on stone street matches pace with snare drums and parade trumpets, and the acrid smell of flares mixes with the sweet aroma of pies and fried meats. A military entourage marches through the streets of Roslar's coffer, including knights astride horses, musicians, and even spellcasters who send bright flashy spells into the air. The edges of the street are packed with onlookers, all excitedly watching the parade make its way through their tiny town. Amid this crowd, we can see a young boy, maybe 10 or 12 years old, struggling to make his way to the front to see. After failing to push his way through two large men, the boy falls back with a crash. As he winces and rubs his behind gingerly, a strong arm reaches down and roughly pulls the boy to his feet. The owner of the strong arm, a handsome man with short curly hair, looks down with annoyance. Thelias, you're making a scene. Stop acting like a wild animal. The boy bows his head, cowed by the tall man. Sorry, Dad. This is why I didn't want to bring you. You can't just behave, can you? Sorry, Dad. The young Thelias cranes his head back toward the parade. I just can't see anything. Thelias' father doesn't appear pleased to hear such an excuse, and simply shakes his head in disgust, glaring at his son. After a tense moment, the man returns his gaze to the parade, ignoring Thelias' inability to see it. Several minutes pass, with Thelias standing sadly next to his father, afraid to invoke his ire again when the sound of extra loud cheers from the crowd piques his interest. He stands on his tiptoes and cranes his head, but it's no good. He can't see whatever exciting thing has gotten the crowd so riled. Finally, he turns to his father again, and after stealing himself, he inhales, preparing to speak, which he knows will only enrage him again, but his curiosity is too great. Before Thelias can speak, though, his father does. Now that's a real man. Watcher Lord Ulthun II, the ruler of Last Wall. He looks down at Thelias, and his grin sours into a grimace. Be more like him, and you might just earn some respect. Thelias looks up, hopefully at his father. Can I see? His father scoffs superiorly. Obviously not. His father turns back to watch the parade. Thelias takes his moment and sidles away, searching for a thinner area of the crowd to push through. Once his father is out of sight, Thelias starts running up the street as fast as the crowd will allow him, trying to keep up with the flow of the parade. After a minute or two of trying in vain to breach the dense crowd, Thelias looks around in frustration, catching his breath, when he spots an overturned cart pushed against the side of a shop, likely to make room for the parade and crowd. The cart sits at a steep angle, inviting anyone bold enough to jump from its highest point onto the roof of the adjacent building. With one last look back at the impossibly dense crowd, Thelias sets his shoulders and begins to carefully climb the evidently very unstable cart. He makes it to the top and gets his balance while the cart wobbles beneath him. 
It didn't seem quite so high before he started climbing, but as he sits perched atop the swaying cart, he knows that a bad fall could get him a broken arm, which would be a sure way to double his chores at home for the foreseeable future. As the extra loud cheers heralding the approach of the Watcher Lord grow almost even with him, Thalias takes a deep breath and leaps toward the shop's roof. His left hand catches the corner of the building, and he lets out a sharp grunt of pain as the rest of his body slams into the stone wall. After a perilous moment of hanging off the roof from one hand, the young man finds his strength to pull himself up, and he rolls limply onto the safety of the roof with a huff. Another sizzle and pop from a flare snaps him out of his fatigue, and he jumps up onto his feet. He looks down at the parade, and beholds a cluster of mounted knights in resplendent armor, the honor guard for the man in the middle clad in red and gold armor and a long red cape billowing out behind him and his large muscular white warhorse. The man appears to be only twenty years old or so. Thalias watches the magnificent man and his guards as they approach. Now that's a real man. Althun the second waves at the crowd, appearing slightly bored, when he looks up and spots Thalias. Thalias quickly looks around, but there can be no question, he's the only one up on the roof. He looks back at the Watcher Lord who considers him for a moment before sending a wide, dazzling smile up at the young boy and points a finger of approval at him. Thalias merely watches back, mouth agape, as Althun II continues past the shop and farther down the street, and the cheers and music fade into echoes, and you guys are back walking through the streets of Roslar's Coffer. Dang. Wow, what a moment there. <laughs> that was sick. All right, so you're... uh you you go to the uh, the town square, and as you're as you're approaching it, you spot a glow coming from a wide wide porch on one of the buildings adjacent to the square. It's like a pale blue glow. Is Thelias riding his elk as we oh yeah go through town? absolutely. All right, just checking. Rogar gets behind like Thelias and Uhtred with his hands out, like ready to shoot something. Does it do anything, or is it just a glow? It's a like. It's a glowing, it's a pale blue glow. Viper walks forward. You guys, you guys would see this kind of from a distance, and as you as you grow closer, the the blue glow starts to kind of take on a shape, and then it take, starts to take on two shapes, and you eventually see that it looks like it's two people sitting on the porch. Do I know them? Growing closer and closer, and you realize that they're two elderly people and uh when you're you're finally like you're about like 50 feet away by pira you would recognize nigel and mary i uh run to them fuck the rest of you Ah! (laughs) Uh, almost in like a mad dash kind of way like like things really didn't hit Vipira until this point so like she's this kind of like the first time that she's like i guess seeing like the mortality of the situation or like the seriousness of this uh because like nothing else really hit her at this point mm-hmm. um so yeah she she goes uh running up like what are you what are you two doing here they don't really seem to notice you until you're like right in front of them and like you're you're up really close to them and like they're very they're clearly like translucent ghostly images of nigel and mary and uh, then they just, uh, Mary kind of like jabs Nigel on the shoulder and says, look, Nigel, it's Vipira. Uh, hello, Vipira. What, welcome back to the square. It was always good to see you. And 
Nigel says, ah, Vipera, the state of this square used to be so beautiful. We could just sit here for hours looking at it. Oh, it's just such a mess now. And Mary's like, now, Nigel, it's not Vipera's job to keep the square clean. Just leave her alone. And just kind of like, just old couple, just kind of like, as if there's nothing wrong. Just going back and forth, like, doing their old couple thing. Do you... Do you not... Yes, I... I agree. This, uh... This place used to be quite beautiful. Tell me, how long have you been sitting here for? Nigel says, it feels like we've just sit here for the last 60 years. That's all we ever do in this fucking town. Uh, Mary says, he he likes sitting here, even if he complains about it. But Nigel's like, like, oh, we just... If it's not the graffiti, it's the damn flower beds and they're just all overgrown there's nobody taking care of it my back wasn't out we'd be able i'd be able to do it myself like i used to and and they just kind of like go off again doing their old people thing you know vipira kind of just she looks at like thelias uh utrid rogyar more specifically at rogyar because she knows that he had a release his son and kind of just like if i have to you guys there's no real easy way of saying this and you guys were my one true family here i i feel it's my responsibility to say you are uh you're not currently amongst the living right now you are uh you are currently spirits nigel throws his hands up in frustration. He says, We can't be spirits yet. We can't go anywhere while the square looks like that. What's everybody else doing? Uh, in disbelief that <laughs> Vipera seems to have gotten herself into something immediately again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like, I mean, after everything we went through in the last week, it's not the most outrageous thing that Vipera just is running up and talking to some ghosts. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But that is what's going on, right? Celestial elk, ghosts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think while this is going on, Rogar would uh, kind of like sit down just like a nearby porch, just sit down on the steps and like manifest his familiar and just send it up to just kind of like start circling around overhead to keep an eye out, make sure nothing's going to sneak up on us from the streets. Okay. How far are Mary and Nigel from the actual town hall? Town hall's like the other... Like if the, uh, you guys are on the uh, like the western edge of the square, the town hall's on the southern edge, so it's like a quarter of a block. That's probably too far where Uhtred would continue on without Viper. So I think he'll just plop down next to Rogiar and really enjoy the warmth of the sun again. I'll remind you though that the you're not getting direct sunlight. This uh, the dome of fog is uh, it's letting like some obstructed feeble... sunlight still better than no sun. I also yeah, thought I it was agree. drizzling just, uh, out when we, uh... Yeah, it is, it is drizzling, but, you know, it's clearly daytime. Um, so anybody who wants to can give me a Knowledge Arcana or Knowledge Religion check. Anybody who's been, like, invested or at least just listening to uh, this conversation that Viper has had with Nigel and Mary. Uchi got a 24. Elias with a 14 religion. Uh, a 20 for Viper. Uh, that's a 10 religion for Rogiar. Okay, so Uhtred and Vipira 
from everything that Nigel and Mary have said, you're kind of getting the feeling that uh, the, the, the state of the square, specifically the flower beds, is a piece of unfinished business, sort of, tethering these spirits to this location. You get the feeling that uh, if you uh, if you restored this square to uh, you know to a to a decent state, that it would release the spirits and they could move on. Um, how many flower beds are there? Before I go and say I'm like <laughs> wasting an hour or two like doing this. The whole square is like very overgrown. Yeah. Uh, and uh, actually, I can uh, can I get. A knowledge in nature check or a perception check? Just from Vipera or... Anybody who wants to just kind of look around and like, uh, up, get like, like assess what, what caliber of a task it would be to, uh, to clean up the flower beds. Uh, Rogier got a 26 perception. Uchi got a 10 knowledge in nature. Vipera got 12 for perception. So, Thalias got an 8... So Rogiar, you would you would see this, and uh, Thalias, you kind of get like a Elxy kind of like jerks its head sideways and kind of like kind of like the like the antler equivalent of like gives you like kind of like a backhand nudge with uh, with its uh, its antlers like on your shoulder. Nice, uh, and it kind of like jerks its head to the side, like like drawing something to your attention. And you look over and you see what Rogiar sees. A lone petal hanging over the opening of a bulbous, pitcher-shaped flower, which is flanked by a pair of serpentine vines. And, uh, this flower is, uh, it is moving slightly. And, uh, this is, like, off to the side. Like, in, like, hidden in the flower beds. But you guys have spotted it. So, yeah, you see that. Yeah, I mean, Rogar would point it out once he spots it. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's gonna take to clear out these flower beds, but... That thing looks like it might be trouble. Oh, what is that? Uh, I can I can get another set of knowledge of nature. Viper whips her head around. Something in the flower bed. I could kill. <laughs> <laughs> Rogier got a twenty-two nature. Utrid got a eighteen nature. So Utrid and Rogiar, you identify this creature as a crypt flower. Driven by pure instinct, this monstrously-sized pitch plant is much more aggressive than its more common and harmless insect-eating kin. Uhtred, you can ask one question, and Rogiar, you can ask two questions. I'd like to know one cool thing that it does. Oh boy. You know about its toxin splash. As a standard action, a crypt flower can dip its vines into the toxic fluids within its pitcher and fling the liquid as a splash weapon with a range increment of 20 feet. A target struck, as well as all targets in the splash radius, are exposed to the crypt flower's poison. Uh, although creatures in the splash radius get a plus 4 bonus on fortitude saves to resist the poison. A crypt flower can use its toxin splash once every 1d4 rounds. Lovely. How about some uh, resistances? You know that they resist the first 10 points of any acid damage. Alright, and uh, DR? They do not have any DR. Oh, that's music to my ears. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, yeah, after pointing that out, Rogar would like to hop up to uh, any, like, relatively low-hanging roof that might be nearby so he can 
not be on ground level for when we start hacking away at this thing. Okay. Uh, acrobatics. Sure. That's a 20, so that is a 10-foot vertical jump. Yeah, you can get up to a roof, no problem. All right. Uh, what's everybody else doing? Vipira runs and attacks. Yes, she does. Everybody roll initiative. That's my girl. Okay, Vipira. Uh, a 17. Rogar. 24. Uhtred. 9. Thalias. 8. Okay, up first is Rogar. All right. Well, then uh, from up on the roof, Rogyar is going to blast at this thing. Uh, gather power to empower. You only get so many of those a day, though. Oh, you wish. <laughs> you can literally do it every time. Um, I don't think I need it, but I'll use the uh, extended range thing just in case. I don't know sure. if like the height difference makes it more than 30 feet, but it doesn't cost me anything, so yeah. why not? That's a 23 to hit. 23 hits. And with the Empower, that is 22 damage. Okay. Uh, it's Yando's turn. He's going to uh, he's gonna open fire from uh, from where he is. Okay, that's one hit. Two hits. Stick it full of holes, Yando. Yeah, wow. Uh, he uh, did pretty good. You know, he's... He's he's just a little he's a helper NPC, but that was uh that was a real good round for him. He's <laughs> boom, boom, two arrows right in the bulb. And now Vipira's turn. Vipira's gonna run on up over here. Hmm, is that a charge? It is, actually. And uh she going to uh claw. Uh twenty-four to hit. Twenty-four will hit. And 16 uh, with a charge, does that add to damage or no? It no. does not. As okay. a plant, it is immune to crits and sneak attacks. God fucking damn it. No. Eight slashing everything. Everything is immune. No, it's not. I know. <laughs> I'm just being cranky. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the Crypt Flower's turn. And uh, hold that thought, Tom, because uh, that's a 26 to hit. <laughs> yeah. And a 27 to hit yep. with its two vines. And a 31 to hit with its uh, bulby, vo- bulby bite. Yeah. Right. Take 10 damage from one vine. Oh my god, my pair is dead. There's no way. You take 11 damage from the other vine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you take 8 damage from the bite. So 29 in total. Vipera didn't want that last bit of healing. And uh, <laughs> that's a 24 versus your CMD. Yep, that hits. All right. Uh, it's got you in its bulb. Oh, Vipera's dead. And it is Uhtred's turn. Okay. Yeah. Book, two, book two is not fucking around. Seriously. Well, book one wasn't <laughs> fucking around. Book one had a lot of enemies, though, that were just like, eh, eh, eh. You get like everything that you guys have fought so far has just been like boom, boom, boom. Uh, so that means Viperia is inside the bulb and not actually occupying the square. No, it is still she's still occupying that square for now. It's like it hasn't know. swallowed her yet. It's got her grappled. Mm. Okay, so Uchard's going to use all thirty of his movement speed to move up right next to Viperia on her right side, and okay. then. He wants to make a cold shot on the bulb to try and, like, cut it open with his scimitar. Okay. Now, is this, like, a cold shot to the body? Hmm. Um, you know what? I think plants might be immune to cold shots. 
because that's like a precision-based thing. You telling me there's not specific parts to a plant? There are, but I don't think you will get any special benefit from it because plants don't really have, like. I mean, I was just trying to make a cut in the bulb so it would act as a escape route for Vipera. You know, like when uh, when the animal usually swallows you, you can like cut it open to get out. Why don't you just cut the um, uh, cut the thing that's holding me right now? That's what it, I'm it's trying to do. Yeah, it's got you oh. in its mouth. Oh, okay, I got it. Oh wait, are they? Oh, you can crit. And... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh god. Yes, you can crit plants, and you can sneak attack plants. So I'm gonna add eight more damage from Vipera's. Oh god, thank god. Uh, attack. So, yeah, with that, I guess you can do a call shot on plants, but a lot of the call shot effects aren't going to, like, a lot of the call shot effects are like, you take, like, six dex damage, but, like, plants, uh, hold on a second. Sounds like you were just making up rules for plants. I was so sure that plants can't take, like, ability damage and stuff like that. Well, if it can take it, uh, minus two to its attack... Let's see. From from the precision damage entry in the rogue class itself, the following creature types do not take additional damage from precision-based attacks such as sneak attack. Okay. Elementals, incorporal, oozes, and proteans have a percent miss. That's all that's listed. Okay. Cause... So, is there any way I can make a shot, a specific attack to cut Vipera free? That's all I need to know. No. You can, so, and you, you always pick the creatures with super bizarre anatomies to make cult shots on, where, like, I need to fucking pull something out of now, my ass. Now, don't try, don't try and blame this on me. I am. Okay. I don't need to try. So, if you want to make a cult shot to the bulb, where, like, it, like, Vipir's, like, not fully immersed in it yet but it's very clear that this thing is trying to like swallow up vipira you can either make a uh an aid another attempt which would just be an attack roll to uh ac of 10 and vipira would gain a plus two bonus on her ac slash cmd to avoid being swallowed by it or you can make a called shot to the bulb and we'll we'll see what happens based on what you get all right, I think I'm gonna make the cold shot to the bulb, and then if it still swallows Vipira, it's not my fault. It's Axel's fault. Got it. Uh, and you good. took a you took improved cold shot, right? I did. All right. Uh, so it, the bulb is easily the biggest part of it, so I would only put that as a minus two penalty, which I think your feet cancels out. All right, so it's just a regular attack then. Yep. So I'm gonna use. Uh, is it 17? 24 to hit. I don't know why that was so hard to get out. 24 hits. Uh, so it does 5 damage and whatever you determine the call shot effect is, it's slashing damage. Mm -hmm. From an adamantine scimitar, so it takes all 5 of it. <laughs> yes, because it doesn't have any DR. Hey, that doesn't change. What I said was factually correct. It Yes, it is. So I'm going to borrow the called shot effect from a hand which says that for 1d4 rounds any attack rolls damage rolls ability checks or skill checks made using the wounded hand take a minus two penalty including okay. attack and damage rolls with two-handed weapons uh in addition the target takes a minus four penalty to its cmd to resist disarm attempts and drops its weapon if any on an attack roll result of a natural one 
so I'm going since the hand is a much smaller and more nimble and uh, delicate instrument than this thing's bulb. I'm going to reduce that to one d two rounds instead of one d four rounds. Okay, so it's taking a minus another minus two on its CMB, and if it rolls a natural one, it would just automatically drop Viper. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I like that. Yeah, that's solid. I got one round. That's all right. It only all needs right. to be one round. Yep. All right. It's Thelias's turn. All right, boys. You are still astride, Elksy. And I'm gonna do my very first mounted charge. All right. Uh, I believe Elksy has a move speed of 50 feet. Oh, oh. that is music to my ears. Oh. All right. Uh, so you're you're gonna end your movement to the north of Vipera. Yeah, totally flanking. No big deal. You're no. not flanking with her right now. <laughs> when you're charging, you have to end in the first possible spot that you can attack yeah. from. And you can't charge through allies anyway. But you can, like, make a riding strafe around, like, clockwise around it and end to the north of the crypt plant. So you yeah, can right there. That's grid. the perfect spot. All right. That sounds good. That move is also going to provoke... What? Make an acrobatics with Elk- Elkski. No, we're too fast. Doesn't provoke. <laughs> no, it provokes. Ooh, uh, got a 15 to hit, though. Nah, no. All right. So I'm trying to remember what the action economy is when you're mounted and, like, your mount has its own, like, attacks that it can take. Yeah. Uh, I think you share the same move action. You share, yeah, you share the same move action and you just get your own standard action. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you can, uh, you can swing with your shovel. 23 plus 2 because I'm flanking. 25 will hit. 25. Yeah. 7 damage. You guys are whacking the shit out of it, but it's still up. It's Rogar's turn. All right. Not up for long. Yep. Let's uh, give it another thwack as I gather power to empower and blast this thing to pieces. Or not. That's a 15 to hit. 15's not going to hit. Yeah. All right. It's Yando's turn. That's one hit, but only one hit. And it wasn't a very good hit. But gets an, another arrow in its bulb, and it's now Viper's turn. Uh, you are grappled. I'm gonna live by the claw, die by the claw. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> oh my god, alright. Now's the time. Now is the time for very big attack right now. Um... Ooh, 23 to hit. 23 will hit. And <laughs> 13 to hit. 13 will not hit. All right, seven damage. My peer is dead right now. That's what's going to happen right here. You know who's not dead? The Crypt Flower. And it's going to attempt to swallow Vipera. It's got a minus two to its CMB, uh, My- to its attack roll. Vipera's minus two to attack rolls has gone away and with the minus two that's a 35 oh, Jesus. Oh. yeah you fucking swallows me okay all right well it's, it swallows dr- you for now <laughs> gonna draw up a new character for next week you take six points of damage from the bite oh yeah yeah and uh i'm all, i'm unconscious oh god you take five points of acid damage let me hold on hold on let me make absolutely sure I'm doing this correctly. If a creature with swallow hole 
begins its turn with an opponent grappled in its mouth. It can attempt a new combat maneuver check as though attempting to pin the opponent. If it succeeds, it swallows its prey and the opponent takes bite damage. Unless otherwise noted, the opponent can be up to one size category smaller than the swallowing creature. Being swallowed causes a creature to take damage each round. The amount and type of damage varies and is given in the creature's statistics. A swallowed creature keeps the grappled condition while the creature that did the swallowing does not. A swallowed creature can try to cut its way free and any light slashing or piercing weapon, or it can try just try to escape the grapple with escape artist. Okay, so uh, it doesn't. It's it's unclear when you're gonna take that swallow hole damage. It just says so you take the bite damage on a successful CMB, and then it says being swallowed causes a creature to take damage each round. I'm going to say that it happens on the creature's turn because it says being swallowed causes you to take the damage otherwise it would have been like on your turn totally fair okay so you take five points of acid damage where does that leave you uh that leaves me unconscious at negative two. Oh my god okay um, two's not too bad i also need a fortitude save as you're exposed exposed to the poison um 10 Uh, i'm gonna use a hero point to re-roll that fort okay good time to use a hero point 24 yep good hero point man wow you fight off the poison may have a turn in here so (laughs) it is now utrid's turn vipira no and uh so if I make another call chat against the bulb, could I try and deepen the cut I already started? I don't think at this point you can get her out short of slaying the creature. Killing. Okay. Then I'm not going to make a call chat. I will also use a swift action to add a plus one to my scimitar, and then I will swing at it. Okay. Uh, that's a 19 on the dice for a crit threat. And then okay. uh, 16 on the crit confirm, because I'm flanking. Yep. Uh, 16 will not be enough to confirm. No. Boo. Yep. So it takes four damage. Uh, it's still moving. Ugh. Elias. Not for long. Shovel time. Power attack. Be powerful, Elias. Uh, 18 to hit. 18 does not hit. Ah, Rogiar. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's definitely time. We're gonna repeat. We're going to uh, gather power to empower this, and I'm going to use my hero point to add a plus eight to the attack. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Good call. That's a twenty-four to hit with the hero point. Twenty-four will hit. And empowered. That is twenty-five damage. You destroy the Crypt Flower that had yes. two hit points left. Two hit points. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh, I mean, all right. Vipera, give me a uh, give me a uh, Constitution check to stabilize. Okay. DC is ten plus your neg- negative hit points. Vipera, what are you doing? Seven. Seven. You lose another hit point. Ugh. And. Now you're going to take some more acid damage. Oh, oh no. I mean, as long as it's not double digits, you're probably all right. Five points of acid damage. Oh, my God. 
guys need to get me out right now. What's my computer's constitution? Give me a fortitude save versus its poison. Oh my god. Alex, at, like stop. <laughs> <laughs> what are you at? I'm at negative seven and my constitution is 14 You're right at negative now. eight. No, I was at negative two. Yeah, and you took one when you failed your concept. Yeah, oh, that's true. Okay, that's right. Oh, yeah. that's got a little bit scarier. So you, you um, got five more points or you're dead dead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what, what is... Uh, Fortitude. Fortitude. Oh, 12. You take two points of dexterity damage. Shit. <laughs> Oh, no, that's nothing. We oh, don't that, care oh, that's not. Dex is okay. Yeah, if it, as long okay. as it's not con damage. I can deal with Dex. That's okay. <laughs> and it is now Uhtred's turn who can pull you out of the flower. Oh, I absolutely pull her out of the flower. I'm coming, Vipira. Hang in there. Elias, get that bead out. Quick. Oh, I don't think she's the breathing. I, I, like, get her full body out of the flower. Yeah. And lay her uh, on the ground. You can you can like you can hear the sizzling of her skin that was melting in the acid in the in this thing's pitcher. Yondo is like close the distance and he's like, "So like, is she dead? Is she all right? Get get, the, get my potion." He's yeah, looking at Thalias <laughs> imploringly. Bead potion, do something. I got the bead in one hand and the potion in the other hand. So glad smash them together. That bead, <laughs> smash them together. <laughs> Drink the potion first. Stick the bead in the potion, pour it right down the <laughs> Oh, but I need that. I don't want to have to get it later. Oh, it'll come back later. All right, got to wait for Viper to pass that. Thalias, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? I what administer. What do you mean, what do I do? Are you doing Here the potion or are you doing the bead? The bead. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is it? 3d8 plus 5. Plus 5. That's sounding Ooh. less and less great every level you guys gain. Shut up. <laughs> 19. She's up. There you go. <gasps> oh my god. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. That sucked. What is she at health-wise? Uh, 11, I think. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. I saw the dead roads again. I was there all over again. Um, uh, I, I, I don't want to be the uh, spoil sport here, but she is still poisoned too. Yeah. Um, give me another fortitude save, I fear. Oh, God. Well, we don't have any way to cure that, so you kind of yeah. have to pass it at some point. Uh, 15? 15's not enough. <laughs> you can be permanently paralyzed from losing you all your decks. Four points of oh dexterity. My oh, my God. Give me another fortitude save. I healed her. Yeah, it doesn't work for that, though. Oh, my God. Like, she's uh, awake now, but I imagine she's just, like, convulsing oh in pain. Oh, my God. You take another two points of dexterity damage. <laughs> what is your dexterity at? <laughs> it's not good. We're halfway to go. We're halfway home. Give me another fortitude save. Wait, halfway? It la Usually these poisons last for, like, six rounds or until you save, like, twice in a row or something like that. I might not be safe here. Um, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay, 21. <laughs> Okay, you fight the poison off for one round. Okay. Give me another fortitude save. A 16? Oh. <laughs> you take one more point of dexterity oh, damage. No. Final fortitude save. It's okay. It's not like Viperia is built off of dex. 12. 
You take four more points of dexterity damage. Oh my god. Vipira, what are you doing? <laughs> so just this, pass it. You could you can just feel your joints stiffen and your skin tightens up and it is it is painful for you to move. You just feel like one giant callus. What's your dexterity score right now? Your effective dexterity score. I don't score. even want to say it. It's minus thirteen out of seventeen. So your dexterity your effective four. dexterity score is four. Yep. Holy shit. Oh my god. I don't think there's a way for me to get out of like We don't have a heal for ability damage either. Like you, you would, at, like you would literally have to sit here for days in order for this to thirteen well, days. The, um, Actually, I think the lesser the, restoration is a first level paladin spell. I it think. is, but I don't have it right now. Right. The bead, uh, I don't think the bead can do lesser restoration. It can do cure critical or remove blindness, deafness, or I think some, one other thing. I'm pretty positive none of them are. What does a dexterity score of 40 result in? I just pulled it up right, right here, and the description of a dexterity of 4 says visible paralysis or physical difficulty. So, like, yeah. Vipera could probably, like, barely walk. You probably feel as old as Nigel and Mary. Like, you are having extreme difficulty moving anywhere. I, I feel Any like, movement. I feel like this is worse than death at this point. Like, no, like... If it, it was death, you could just make a new character. Like, right. That's totally fine. And I'm not, like, holding back, like... I'm not holding back the players, but, like, yeah. now it's kind of, like... Well, there's only two options here. Like, we either a leave her behind, which I, I mean, I doubt you guys would do. It's just this is worse. Like, this is far worse. Well, we'll just put you on El- Elksy, and uh, at least we got a mount to carry your dead weight around with. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> now, uh, you guys don't really have a like a ticking clock right now another option is you can just go back to yando's blind and kind of just wait it out heal up yeah um will something happen while you're doing that i who knows Maybe. i do but uh, <laughs> who knows also, I, I, I do I, i'm so richard's okay I, with going back to the blind and saying well we need to regroup but he wants to still check out the town hall first. Right. While we're here, we might as well yeah. take a look. Mm-hmm. So what is everybody doing? I am going to, once again, manifest my familiar and send it up to, to go on lookout duty. Mm-hmm. Uh, my head tilts off to the side uh, to see if Mary and Nigel are uh, are still there. Yeah, they're oh. still there. Wow. All right. Yeah. Tom just kind of, I think, stumbled upon the perfect embodiment of his condition right now think wesley during the castle assault in princess bride yes Uh, (laughs) (laughs) like he needs he needs somebody to hold him up or else he can he can he can pretend to uh unguard for about two seconds yeah he could probably stand up for like short periods but he's not like walking on his own very far she's not walking on her own very far although that might be that might be better represented by strength damage, but I yeah, in that in that vein, pretty much. <laughs> I think the difference is Vipira like you can prop Vipira up and she can stand, but like when it comes to moving, she's really like 
more of a slow puppet. and it hurts. Yeah, it's like very it's, uncoordinated. Yeah, it's almost drunken. All right, well, Uchid will say, Elias, I can we put Vipira on your new mount? And I think we just check out the town hall real quick, and then we should probably go back and just rest for the day before exploring any more. I uh, just check with Elsie real quick, make sure it's okay. I look at Elsie to make sure it's okay, and he says it is, so I load up Vipira on Elsie's back, and... Let's uh, let's go. Yeah, Vipira, like you're looking at Nigel and Mary, and they're just shaking their heads sadly. They're like, "That's what I'm talking about with the state of those flowers. Just that giant, ugly plant. I wish something could be done about it. And the flowers might look better. And oh, we can move on with our day. Somebody should get rid of that quadriplegic. Such an eyesore." As uh, you guys are moving towards the town hall, you can just uh, hear uh, Mary saying, Have a nice day. Feel better, Vipira. And you hear, uh, <laughs> you hear Nigel like, There goes a group of strong young people who could take care of those flowers, but do they care? No, they never care. <laughs> oh, yo, these guys can fucking rot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and you guys go to the town hall. And uh, it's mostly standing. Uh, one of the walls is completely collapsed, but that just makes it easier to get inside of. I guess so. Um, uh, perceptions? Sure. Six. Uh, Nineteen. Seventeen. All right. Uh, so Rogiar and uh, Uhtred you, and Thalias, you three are like kind of searching through the rubble. And oddly, it looks like you're not the first ones to do so. A lot of the debris looks like it's been already kind of cleared. Uh, it is it, by it, in no stretch, uh, you know, nice and neat. But it looks like a lot of places where you're like, yeah, it would make sense to look over there. Like that area is like already, like it's like just clear of rubble, and the rubble that looks like once sat there, like you can see it, like just piled off to the side. Uh, so. You're clearly not the first ones to be looking through the town hall. But whatever was being searched for last time, you're not sure. You're not really sure what you're looking for this time. Like something that might, you know, give you guys some credibility when you're when you go to vigil. I was just gonna say I'm also detecting magic inside. Okay. And evil. Very good. Uh you're not finding auras of either. But eventually you do uh you do find the uh the town like registrar, the town like registry uh, book that would have uh, like information on people of the town and like any the state of the coffers and etc. That'll probably you work. feel like that would suffice as a pretty official document for you to be representing the town. All right. After finding that, Uchid uh, would say, "Well, I think the town register will suffice for what we might need it for." We should probably make our way back to the clearing before anything else decides to attack us when Valvipir is in such a floppy state. I can fight, coach. Put me in. I'm ready. Yeah, that's probably I, uh, a good idea. I, I strap Vipira down even tighter after <laughs> that outburst. Got those, like, ratchet straps. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where's that big beast? All right, so you guys... You uh you head north again, 
yep, back to uh, Yando's blind. Everybody give me perception checks. Oh, 14, baby. Oh, buddy. Oh, it just kind of struck me how uh, confidently Thalias said 14. <laughs> Dude, that's a big role for me. Yeah, yeah. He, he was in the teen, so. Yeah. yeah. That's a 23 for Rogier. And 21 for Uhtred. Okay. Uh, as you guys are uh, nearing the northern border of town, uh, you can hear a very loud conversation being had another street over sounds like two maybe three people and they don't sound like they're trying to be quiet at all can't really hear any specifics but it just sounds like three people walking through the town maybe on some sort of patrol they don't seem like they're aware of you they're just kind of doing their thing uh i'll send my familiar over to go take a listen that's fine with me what (laughs) Uh, i'm not gonna send my um Elk elk Your elk yeah. with Viper paralyzed on it. Well, I'm saying <laughs> that's a good point. I momentarily forgot Viper was sort of uh, indisposed on top of my elk. Yeah. I mean, quick disguise check, and we might be able to get this elk looking like uh, you know one of those undead <laughs> undead elks with like a zombie rider on it. Yeah, there you go. Um, so you would know that your familiar does see several people uh, walking through the streets. Familiar counts four people in total. And uh, I don't know how much more detail it can really uh, impart to you. Yeah. I don't really know if it can speak or not. It can speak with me. Like, oh, okay. uh, if the if the master is fifth level or higher, familiar, and the master can communicate verbally as if they're using a common language that other people cannot understand without magical help. Got it. All right. So your familiar does uh, its scouting, and then it returns to you, and uh, it tells you that there are four people uh, next street over. Uh, they're all in tattered looking robes they look very sinister one is wielding a large scythe uh, I relay that to the group and specifically Yando and like uh, these guys friends of yours he spits on the ground and he says yeah those whispering way cultists uh, and he like glances over at Vipera and he says probably best to skedaddle while we can I uh, probably or at the very least lay low until they pass by yeah. they sound evil they're not they're not like coming directly towards you guys so it one way or the other it'd be easy enough to either uh, lay low until they're in a different part of town or just kind of uh, like duck and cover on your way to the blind yeah so I mean I'm okay with either of those options and you know I can send uh, send my familiar back up to be a lookout so it can like you know give me that empathic danger sense if we're like going the wrong way mm-hmm. yeah so with that like unless it you have no trouble either evading them or going directly towards them, whichever you would prefer. Uh, so you're able to uh, to sneak back to the to the trees. What do you guys do? I think we're just gonna wait out a day in the clearing. At least that's got my vote. <laughs> that way, we I'll make. Uh, we think that that scroll was from uh, Scaretorium. I don't know where it was from, but yeah. it, if Matt's got a scroll of restor- lesser restoration in your inventory. Besides, like, when Thalias... N- no. That was... Yeah, when Thalias needed it after uh, that Kaicheric, when, like, Umble and Thu first found you guys. I can't think of any other time anybody used a scroll of Lesser Restoration. Like, you smoked the, the shag of it. but I'm, mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure you have an extra scroll of Lesser Restoration on you. So Thalias could use that scroll now, since it's on the spell list. You mean... Yeah. 
All right, so uh, Flyus, you want to roll 1d4 for that Lesser Restoration for Vipira? Oh, yeah. <sighs> okay, it's not it's not one, it's two. All right. Okay. Except right. six. And, uh, yeah, nothing to do now, but uh, but wait until you can prepare spells again. I'm going to uh, uh, make a spellcraft oh. check while we're waiting on that feather token that I never identified. Sure. Since Vipira doesn't want to feel totally useless, uh, if Uhtred can't figure out what those um, tokens are, uh, she still has that appraise ability, which... Yeah, I don't think a 15 identified either... Oh, there's two feather tokens, so let me give you another spell. You identified one of them, didn't you? There was three total. One was a feather token of tree, and Mm -hmm. then the other two I failed. I just rolled a 15, and... You serious? I got a goddamn plus thirteen in this. I rolled a two and a one. <laughs> wow. Um, so yeah, I don't identify either one of them. You want to pass them off to me real quick? I mean, I'll hold them up so you can see them because I don't think you can actually grab them. No, she like with with that healing basically like Vipira's kind of like she's klutzy now, but not like you know falling over anymore. All right. Um. So a fifteen on the first one, and then I have to pass a twenty-five. DC plus uh, the items caster level. Yes. Uh, so right now I got a 27 on the second one. No, you don't identify it. Uh, that's such a big one. Yeah. That's a hard DC. 25. That's yeah. 10 higher than a, than a spellcraft check to a, do the same thing. Yeah. All right. Well, you um, got a nice hefty bonus to your, your appraise check, but that's just a really tough check. Yeah. All, All right. right so. And- I'll also I'm gonna spend four hours at least making two more scro- uh, shield scrolls while we're just waiting around. Okay, so you guys are just kind of laying low. Vipira uh, is probably I'm I'm not even sure if I like Vipira has better mobility after that two healing to her dexterity, but I feel like the last is like there you go lesser restoration. Vipira is probably like I don't feel any better. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I feel like it, I mean at this point, yeah, I feel like the difference is like she went from being barely able to take a step to just being like kind of clumsy and like mm. tripping much easier than she should be type of thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you guys are just kind of hanging out in Yando's blind. We're gonna pick it up here next week uh, on the Inspired Incompetence uh, Podcast. This is so much worse than death. See ya. <laughs> See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.